No, man. What? She came. Where? There. Ooh. and then to burst up through tarmac to the sun again or to fly to the sun without burning a wing to lie in a meadow and hear the grass sing to have all these things in our memories hoard and they use them to help us to find <laughs> <laughs> readers listeners <laughs> oh, no. do you want to explain yourself well you're not gonna welcome people first <laughs> i've just remembered i'm so bad at this okay next next week well welcome people first welcome people first i was meant to do homework and it was to find another banger that we've all forgotten about and i forgot have you not just got one you can I literally just pull out the bag oh, all my music tape's pretty basic. Daft. No, no, that's not true. And you, as I said it, as it came out of my mouth. But no, I don't have a, I don't have a secret banger <laughs> up my sleeve. Secret you, banger. That's your fault because you didn't remind me. I don't need to remind you. You've Obviously. committed yourself. <laughs> right. Okay, well, I'm sorry, listeners, if you're disappointed that we do not have episode one of Deep I'll, Cuts. Right. Next one, next one, I promise. Right, remind me, though, gotta, next time. You've got to bring two deep you, cuts. Okay, but remind me. I don't know when we're next going to be recording. Oh, right, well, I won't bother then. <laughs> um, doesn't welcome. help with my motivation. <laughs> welcome to Camo Pod with Madness. Welcome. The uh, podcast that <laughs> doesn't, doesn't follow up on its promises. Is <laughs> a constant source of disappointment. Welcome. <laughs> Just like your mum. Um, yeah, so have you got any rock news? No. No one has... Have I? Oh, you looking at me like I do. Well, what were you doing at the weekend? Oh, uh, you mean Sunday night? Mm-hmm. Um, we, um, well, <laughs> is this rock news? <laughs> no, we've talked about going to see Gladys Knight in the past. You know, okay. we, we, we are a... Ostensibly, a podcast that talks about Kerrang and Metal Hammer, but we'll basically talk about any old shit that we like. Okay. So we so talk we about went... other types of music. We don't just listen to Iron Maiden. Okay, so we went to see, but you were wearing an Iron Maiden T-shirt. Was, we went yeah. to see um, Busted, supported by Hanson, um, and it was very much fun. <laughs> very much. Fun. Very much fun. It was very much fun. Yeah. Um, it was fun, wasn't it? You were yeah. fun. No, it was. It was good. It was good. Um, do you want to? Do you want to just talk about your history with both of those um, musical artists? Well, I was obsessed with Hanson, um, and you know, really wanted to look like Taylor Hanson, <laughs> um, but that boy is too pretty for me. 
<laughs> but I did. I changed. I bought. I bought Vans because of him, and I bought clothes that matched what he was wearing. And I changed my watch, um, to my other arm because he wore it on his other arm. Um, unless music videos align to me, hope not. Um, and it wasn't ever comfortable, but I always wore it like that. Um, did you um, think you might run into him in the street, and he'd be like, "Hey." Watch um, buddies. We once went to New York, um, me, my mum and brother, and we went to, I'd, I'd once read, because obviously, you know, you buy every magazine, and I once read that they, um, if they were in places like New York, they'd like to, they like to go to, you know, like games places, you know, uh, video games places. Arcades. Yeah. And we, we were in New York, we went to this, like, shitty sort of dive uh, place, like in Times Square. Um, and I was really thinking, we might just bump into them here. This might be it. This is the beginning of my romance. Uh, it didn't happen. Uh, and I ended up with you. So, <laughs> da -da 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 -da. <laughs> um, and the rest is history. I'm going to leave the diss aside yeah. for the moment. Yeah. Um, they were quite sort of hippie ish looking, weren't they? It, back, it was like mid 90s or late 90s. Um, well, it would have been um, like 96, 97 right. was the start. And they wore like beads and like they just had a sort of hippie vibe. Well, to they them, had long they? hair. Yeah, but like the way they dressed as well. Uh, well, they, well, yeah, I guess so. Because when I met you, you weren't dressing like Hanson. No. Well, that was later You'd on. You'd entered your dark phase oh. then, hadn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, massive goth. Um, yeah. Well, still would have had my vans, um, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, so there you go. So what about the rest of the night? We saw the, we saw a very we saw young band. A very young band. Supporting. Called The Tyne. The Tyne. Um, and they were good because they sang Teenagers um, by My Chemical Romance, and everyone loves that song. And um, that was fun. And all the songs they were playing in between the bands were all like early 2000s bangers, weren't they? It was yeah. all Avril Lavigne, um, Eminem, yeah. My Chemical Romance again. It was it was good. Yeah. And then Busted were good. Busted, yeah. Busted were great, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You have a particular highlight? Um, I mean, where's the love for you? Because, you know, it's, I you really do like, like that song. That is a fucking banger. Um, and I always did, and I remember. Obviously, I was not the age range or the audience for Hanson, but Hanson infuriated my house. He hated them <laughs> with the like the 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 heat of a thousand stars. He just despised them so much. It never quite worked out why. I just can't imagine him ever getting angry. So it's impressive he got that angry back. Um, Two, three well, he, young boys. He just basically just sort of shrug. But <laughs> I, I think but it was because they were younger than him. Like that's that that was the only thing I could work out. And sort of half jokingly, but I, yeah, I really meant it. I said they were. I said Hanson were better than Oasis, and that again infuriated him. And he didn't even <laughs> like Oasis. He was not an Oasis fan, but he thought he that that was his team. You know, he was on Team Enemy and Melody Maker, right. and everything else was shit. So, uh, yeah, so after a while, it really amused me to say that Hanson were better than Oasis. But, like, Where's the Love is a fucking great song, isn't it? I remember, like, I've got a 
if I I've got a sort of beef with um, Jane Middlemas because um, she once do you remember her? Of course, of course. Um, there was I, Ozone. I was used it? to. Um, I think so. Yeah. Record any bit they were on the telly, like yeah. wait there, and yeah. hear that they're going to be on top of the pops over the entire thing for it to be like a two second clip from the week before or something. Bad recording. Anyway, um, and there's a bit in. Um, one of the music videos where they're driving a car and she she made some comment and she said they're probably not even old, old enough to drive it's not even like a massive diss like they're probably not but that when she said that i was furious i was like don't you dare take my hands like that um so i think now if i met her i'd find it really hard to like not hold that against that one comment uh 30 million years ago that wasn't even an insult to them but Jim. Do you know why Jane Middlemiss annoyed me? I mean, this, this is the... <laughs> she said Hanson couldn't join. Auntie Jane Middlemiss pod, welcome. I'm sure she's lovely. That's no, why no, I yeah, feel she, bad now. I thought, I thought she was a good presenter and everything. She was fine. She was charismatic. But I remember seeing her on a show with Jeremy Clarkson. And mm. I can't bear Jeremy Clarkson. Why I was watching it, I don't know. But he was doing that thing... That thing he always does is, oh, you young people, you don't know real music. I'm going to play you some. I'm going to play you some real music. You don't listen to vinyl. You're all idiots. And she was doing. She was doing the. Oh, you're a stupid old man. You like stupid old man music. Right. And he put on a curved air record, and it played for about a fraction of a second. And she was like, it's shit. It's shit. This is shit. But just because obviously she'd been told to say that to like <laughs> so they could have some banter. But it was the worst banter I've ever seen. That really annoyed Top me. Bands. Yeah. Um yeah. So that's our uh, rock news for today. <laughs> yeah, we're annoyed about Jane Middlemas. Um please come on the podcast, Jane. <laughs> and uh, take back what you said about Hanson. Um and she'd be like, what? I'd be like, I still remember it. Um yeah, but she'll have been like my mate. She'll be like, I'm indie. Well, she probably told her to say. And plus, like I said, they probably weren't old enough to drive. No, um, and you, you can drive when you're about 12 in America, can you? Maybe 16. They do in school, don't they? Yeah, I, guess, I think they take, I Well, they take driver's ed, don't they? Every the American thing, film I've seen has children driving. She'd have to that. be in school. Anyway. Any, rock, rock news. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, and no one on Facebook has uh, liked anything this week. Oh, okay. That's your Facebook update. That's my Facebook update. That there, there is no update. Well, no one's done anything. So check back in three years and, like, you know. Well, you've got to like something now. Dave and then Lee Roth will <laughs> heart react to something <laughs> I tagged you in nine years ago. I wish. I bet. Look at me for the stars. Who do I think I am? DLR is not on Facebook. <laughs> Um, so this week, you know, we had like an amazing format breaking episode the other week. We did, we did 1991. Yes. We've got another f amazing format breaking episode this week. Okay. Hit me. But we're not going to the 90s. Okay. We're going to 1984. 1984. Mm. So I thought we'd look at the charts. Okay. Because we've never done a 1984 issue before, have we? Proclaimers, I bet. Well, let's have a look. I bet the Proclaimers are in there. All right. I mean, should we do the whole... Should we do the whole 40, just the top 10? Uh, top 20. 
Top 20, okay. So Meet in the middle. Slade are at number 20 with all joined hands. Don't know yeah. it. Wild Boys, Duran Duran. Wild Boys. That's a classic, isn't it? Treat her like a lady, The Temptation. Zzz. Okay. <laughs> I said The Temptation. Well, okay. You were looking at 17, weren't you? Caribbean Queen, No More Love on the Run, Billy Ocean. That is a good song. That is a good song, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, one... <laughs> One Night in Bangkok by Murray Head. Yeah. I think that's from a musical, isn't it? Number 15. Do the Conga. Black Lace. Black Lace. Not Black Lace, but Black Lace. Black Lace. Can you play clips of it next to it? Is that what that play button um, is? Probably going to take you to... Do, do, do. Even though everything by Black, make, Black Lace makes me cringe my face off and makes, you know, like I'd rather just bury myself in holes. But you would dance. <laughs> it would do, depend. Do, do. It depends do, where you were. I, I actually really despise the conga. Don't ever make me join a conga. I don't know what's like. There's nothing fun about holding on to someone you don't know on their waist as well. And you have to hold the sides. You can't even really hold like. And then to sort of try and keep step with them so you don't step on the back of their legs. And it's just. I wonder where it originated. I don't know. Is it so that people who can't dance have got a thing to do? Maybe it needs parties? to stop. And then when it goes out the door, it's crazy. And they've left the room. Oh, it's crazy. Stop it. The, just stop the great it. thing is when you're not doing it and then someone tries to drag you into yes. the conga. We've uh, had that. Have we? Well, in the yeah. last 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. I avoided it. You avoided it. Like we all should do it. I, yeah, I think that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> uh, number 14. It's not it. fun. Stop it. Number 14, yeah. the Daz Band, Let It All Blow. You know that song? No. Do you think if I played it, you'd know it? Oh, there's no oh. there's no preview. Well, we'll no. never know. Which... I think One Night in Bangkok's a good song, isn't it? Uh, should we have a, I mean, oh. Oh, God. <laughs> there's no link. Um, Denied. They play that on the radio a lot. They play on Greatest Hits. Sing it. One Night in Bangkok and the world's yeah, your okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very 80s. Uh, so number 13 is the Human League with something called Louise, but I don't remember a song no. called Louise. Um, Fresh, Cool and the Gang. Sing it. Oh, or play it. Oh, fresh, fresh, exciting. Yeah. Fresh as the summer breeze. That's not I've an done, advert, isn't it? Yeah. Done my um, front side on. <laughs> Chicago, Hard Habit, Habit to Break, and 11. Nice. Yeah. Number 10. Nice. Never in a story. Let's have a bit of Le Mal. Even though Strange Things has kind of made this a bit mainstream and predictable now, it's not ruined it like it has Kate Bush. But... Like, I like Never and Zoe before Stranger Things, but that bit in Strange Things when they were doing that was really funny the first time you watch it. It was mm. really good, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it, it would lose its funniness every time you watch it, but the very first time you're watching it. Yeah, and I liked it. You're a big fan of the film, aren't you? Never and Zoe, yeah. I'd say the film's better than the song. Uh, well, both. Why do you have to compete? Why is everything a competition with you? <laughs> well, it just is. That's okay. the way of the world. True. Um, I've got some Limal content coming up. Oh. Um, 
Oh, we were talking about Paul McCartney, weren't we? We all stand together at number nine, Paul McCartney and the Frog Chorus. I used to really like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. For a song that features frogs. frogs. Yeah, it's good. People like rib him about that. Rib, rib it. Uh... <laughs> People have a go at him about that, but that's a it's a good like thing for a kid's cartoon, isn't it? It was good. Yeah. yeah leave them alone, you cunts. I'll cut that. Uh, number <laughs> number eight, like a virgin, Madonna. Right. What's your favourite Madonna song? Um... Not like a virgin. No, it depends what kind of mood I'm in. I think. Um, that one that goes. Called Frozen. Um, Which she's a sort of yeah, sorceress if I'm in a feeling desert. Like nostalgic for like nineties feeling type stuff. That that is good. But then yeah. you know, if you're in the mood for something else, um, something else. <laughs> Something else. else. Anything else? Something else. One of, one of the, she's got lots of bangers. You just pick one. Um, Alvin Stardust, number seven, I Won't Run Away. Number six, I Feel For You, Chaka Khan. Nice. That's a fucking amazing record, isn't it? Yeah. Written by Prince, features Stevie Wonder. Probably got all sorts of people on it. Probably has, Just yeah. fucking great. Um, Teardrops, Shaking Stevens. Do you know that one? Oh, you have to sing it because there's no play button. Well, I don't you're know have it. To si- you're going to have to sing it. Teardrop, some up here. Like, that's not, that's but, you, not but you can't just make it up. I mean, shall we? Yeah. Shaking Stevens. I mean, we won't do this with everything because we're here all night. Teardrops. Oh, he's on a bus. Find your perfect city break. Shut up. From only 169 only 100. per person. Per person. Bags. 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 I think he was on a bus, then a oh, boat. Oh, is he? It's the, classi- it's the classic. It's yeah, the classic. That's not a shaky song you put on for, by choice, though, is it? You put on Green Door. <laughs> put on Green Door or... This Old House. Oh, This Old House. What do you want to make those eyes at me yeah. for? Yeah. I told you, I think my first experience of cringing was, uh, what do you want to make those eyes at me for? Like, I think that's the first time... Um, I remember being on in the playroom in our old house yeah. when I was a child. And just feeling very embarrassed. And I think that was my first experience of cringe. Was anyone else there? Yeah. Well, it, it'll have been, uh, it was on the telly, so it'll have been told, it must have been told Pops, because what yeah. else would they play something on? Well, on Saturday morning, kids shows it, it play felt, pop videos. It they? feels more evening memory, right. more evening cringe. But I think that was my first official cringe. Um, but you do like it. No, yeah, I do, but I've still got that residual cringe. <laughs> Name of the episode is Residual Cringe. (laughs) I'm going to make a note of that. Thank you very much. Number four, Sex Crime, 1984, the Eurythmics. Do you remember that? No, you have to sing that one. It was, there's no play button. It was for the, there's there's a film of 1984 that came out in 1984 
and they they did the song 1984 i think john hurt's in it and a bit miserable uh the riddle Nice. Nick Kershaw at three. That's a good song. I've seen that the other day. Yeah. yeah. Well, we I think we sing that a lot, don't we? <laughs> the, the video has the Riddler in it. Stop cutting most of that out. <laughs> Can't stop where I well, I was going to say DC Comics never saw it because they would have sued him, but I think he's going to sue us now for that. Because uh, he'll be like, you, but you played the actual song, and I'll be like, no, oh, that's embarrassing. I sang it. And they'll be like, no way, you, you played that. You played that from our YouTubes. And I'll be like, no, I sang it. You're embarrassing yourself you're like, here. You're like the police gathering I'm, guy. Uh, <laughs> just i'm just like him who we've met we oh no met. you've met you've met him i haven't met him not really well had a photo with him shook his hand did he do a weird noise when you no oh we when we went to see him we should tell the story it was very funny um unless you told it and i forgot i'm like that no, might no, no 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 you're all right i'm okay <laughs> the one time um so we went to a convention you know because we're dorks and uh it was an 80s convention because, you know, we're old dorks. And um, he, he was there. There was a lot of the police academy's uh, staff. Staff. Was staff. <laughs> a lot of the officers uh, from the police academy yeah. were there. Also known as actors, all right. God, pedantic. Oh, I know the proper words for things. Um, dickhead. Uh, so he was on stage and um, he was, he had, they all had microphones, like handheld microphones. And he pretended that his was cutting out and making weird noises because obviously that's what he does and it was hilarious. And then, but he was doing it so well that the person came on to check his mic and like was obviously panicking. Well, they can't um, take chances. Can they? No, and it was just him messing about. It was very funny. It was brilliant. It was yeah. it was excellent uh, content. Value for money, wasn't it? Excellent. Because <laughs> you want to you want to see him, you want to see him make funny noises. Yeah. He did it. I remember seeing him, I think, in the 80s on some show, and he did an impression of Jimi Hendrix, but Jimi Hendrix with with the guitar noises. I and, think you've shown me that, yeah. yeah. Uh, number two, Jim Diamond, I should have known better. That's the one. That's the yeah, one? Yeah. I'm going to get sued again. I mean, that's going to blow people's speakers when they listen to this. Well, it's just it's good. Don't, I'm not. Don't. The worst thing you can do is stifle someone's talents. Well, no, that's true, but I might have to just reduce the volume <laughs> slightly because we don't want complaints. <laughs> um, number one, Power of Love. Power of Love. Which I don't think I liked at the time, but I think that's a fucking great. Well, it's a Christmas record. song, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, what year? What month was this? Uh, this was second um, oh. of December to eighth of December. There you go. So yeah, we're coming up on Christmas. Second December, you Christmas. So, December is Christmas. Yeah, coming up. You're not coming up on Christmas in December. You're Christmas. <laughs> okay. Christmas isn't one day. Um, I did have a look at the uh, it's a state TV. of mind. <laughs> yeah. 
I did have a look at the TV. Christmas TV. Um, but, well, the thing about this issue, it runs from November 29th to December 12th. So it was when it was bi-weekly. Okay. And I just picked a random date. But the Box of Delight was yeah. on that. Yeah, I looked Your on favorite. Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, one of my favourite Christmas TV shows. Although, it doesn't... Sing the theme tune. Sing the theme tune. And, well, I'll, I can just cut it in. Oh, God. Well, this is why I'm here to well, bring it's the, the first Noel, music. isn't it? It's the Edward Healy Hutchinson uh, Christmas though. Carol Symphony. You made me watch it. Yeah, no, it's great. Speaking but... of creepy things, we should talk about the Children of Green No. Okay, do you want to talk about the Children of Green No? Yeah. Um, I bet people will be sort of going back checking. What was this meant to be about? Like Kerrang! Because. They're no, just, Kerrang is just a just, part of what this is about. This is shit mostly about, about Hanson busted. Eighties nostalgia. Sang really badly. Jim Diamond, talked, Black Lace. Uh, Children of Green know, right? Yeah. So I've got I've kept this on a tab that I'll keep open for the rest of my life in case I forget about it. Let's yeah. just take a screenshot right now in case I forget about it. No, accidentally close it. And um. I don't know, was it a series or was it a one-off? But I, Because all I remember about it is the, uh, it's a statue of, I think it's, is it St. Christopher? Yeah. And he's got a kid on his shoulder. Is that, in the, is that the, the statue normally? I don't know. I think so. But um, he walks through water. She, this little girl watches him from a window. And it's just, it's like the Wrath of Khan haunted me my entire life. That statue just walking through the water. So, uh, yeah, if you remember Children there's, of Green No, There's was, loads of bits of it, but I can't see. You've got to go on... Um, I mean, something's come up, horrifying kids shows from the 80s and 90s. So for some reason, it's just, I don't know, is the whole thing creepy? I don't know whether the whole thing's mystical or whether it's like that because it's the 80s and it's weird. Well, this is clearly set in, like, Victorian times or something, isn't it? Look at it. That's, but, old, that's old days shit. So this little girl just, I think she wakes up from bed, which is worse. No one likes being woken up from the sleep to look out the window and see a um, statue walking through the water. Yeah, you just casually hear tomorrow will be my dancing day being sung by a choir outside your window. Terrifying. And so at that point, you don't wake up, you don't get out of bed. You cover up your head and you just pray till morning. Take the dog, though, yeah, protection. And then she looks out of a window. And she's in a creepy house, obviously. I don't remember a single other thing. And then she looks out and there's, a like, a moat or something around the house. Cause... And statue walking through... A stone statue walking through water. Yeah. She's smiling. Absolute freak. Fine, isn't it? Statue, stone statue walking through water. If you're watching on YouTube, the full uh, series, uh, you want to go to 1 hour 31. 1 hour 31. Okay. Um, let us know if you remember it. Or if um, we're just talking. You've been listening to the Children of Green No. <laughs> Welcome to the Children of Green No podcast. It's quite niche and we only talk about one 20 second clip. Or the whole thing. Um, rest of it, haven't a clue. Night. Um, yeah, I'm really sort of curious about this show now. Anyway.
Uh, do you want to talk about Kerrang? Yeah, let's talk about Kerrang. Did you read the music papers from the back and through the front? Did you find out where to see your favourite band? Kerrang. All right. Four? Look who's on the cover. Well, that's a good cover. Yeah. So do you want to describe it? Um, it's a purple cover and it's got Prince on the front with a microphone dressed in purple. Okay. And it says Rain Dance. So Kerrang number 82, November 29th to December 12th, 80p. Quite a lot, isn't it? Okay. Um, yeah, in those days, I think that was about £17. So, yeah, Prince live in Detroit, photo exclusive. You also got U2, The Alarm, Dokken, Raven, Heavy Petting, Moody Blues, and Deep Purple Part 2. Nice. So, I think literally every single magazine we've ever looked at has got Deep Purple in. But, like, you don't really expect to see Prince on the cover of Krang, do you? You don't. But you should. You should. Uh, so, in Mayhem. Yeah. We've got a nice picture of a uh, chap from Heavy Petting. Yeah. Do you want to describe this? Not uh... really. Well, nope. they're dressed as schoolgirls, nope. but they're about 27, so it's fine. Orcs. Yeah. Let's move on. I did look up Heavy Petting. Uh... People will remember this if they grew up in the 80s when you went oh, to the swimming pool. Your local swimming pool, and you had the poster up for telling you that you couldn't bomb, you couldn't um, dive. I don't think you could dive. Um, no heavy petting. That's what I always remember because I thought that's really funny. Um, let's have a look at the poster. Oh, stay on track. No heavy petting sign. No, we're not. Right. Is, okay. is there an image for no heavy petting? Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not the same one I remember, but it's. Oh, this one just said petting. Ours was no heavy petting. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Petting of any Unless kind. It's a. I'm sure I remember heavy petting. So in ours, you must have been allowed petting, but just <laughs> not the heavy kind. No running, obviously, sensible. Pushing. No aerobics or gymnastics. Is there a universal standard for petting? Uh, well, no shouting, no ducking, taking all the fun out of it. You can't do anything. No, pet petting is. Um, someone looks a bit like you with his arm around a woman and they've just got like love hearts around them. Is what me? Yeah, it looks like a bit like you. Oh, yeah. See? Uh, no bombing, no swimming in di diving area, and no smoking. Have they got like no pissing? Uh, no, that's allowed. <laughs> um, it's going to be really weird if I've imagined the heavy part of that. My, I'm sure, I swear to all that is holy. All of these say petting. Have I imagined heavy petting? No, because ours were different. Oh, no, wait, this looks. No. Don't push, don't run, don't have fun. <laughs> God. That's a good motto. Just stop having fun in the pool. Um. Why are they all not saying heavy petting? Why have heavy petting on that one? Thanks so, for that. Well, I just thought, what kind of weird 
little pervert was I that I've imagined heavy in front of it? Well, that says no heavy petting. Yeah, that one does. Yeah. But the rest of them don't. They just say no petting. Right. I mean, it's a weird um, word for it, isn't it? Because it sounds like you're... Right, but as long as I haven't imagined with a, with that... a nice little um, animal, you're just... They had really rubbish uh, cartoons on the one I went to, like... Uh, no heavy petting, that's another one. Okay, yeah, right, good, I've not imagined it. Um, no breath holding. What? Because you could die. God. I mean, this is like the footloose city, isn't it? <laughs> Stop having fun, everyone. Um... How what? How did we get onto this? Um, heavy petting. Of course. Do, do oh want, my god! Right. John, okay, listen to obvious. heavy petting. Um, I think it's got some good lyrics coming up. Yeah, go on then. Scouts, policemen. Making me feel really awkward now. <laughs> Pretty good. Don't know how to react. Uh, Raptor was good, but um, let's leave the rest to the history books. Uh, they're the Scottish quintet. They are a Scottish quintet. Yeah, they don't sound Scottish, do they? Uh, they sound like they're rocking Americans. Yeah. All right, next page, you've got a story. Your favourite. Fucking Phil Collins, man. Come on. Phil Collins, pictured above, takes a sabbatical from Genesis to play a series of 10 UK dates. Not terribly exciting. Um, Phil Collins has been working on material for a new solo album, which is expected out in on the Virgin label to coincide with the above dates. A single will proceed its release in January. I looked it up, yeah. and the single was Susudio. Nice. Uh, the album was No Jacket Required. So are you a fan of that song? Um, yeah, but I think mainly because of American Psycho. <laughs> Which is not a good reason to like the songs. <laughs> um, but I was a big fan of American Psycho. Used to watch it a lot. Do they do they play Susudio in that? I know they play in too deep, don't they? Um, is that when he starts going on about his big rant? How do you, do spell you like Phil Collins? How, how do you spell the word? S U W S U D I O. U D I O. What does it mean? Uh, I think it's a nonsense word. Oh. Um, okay. Yes, it is. And I won't play it because I think it's on a bit where he mentions something. Um, <laughs> so we'll just... Yes, it is. Look it up yourself. We're all adults. It's a film. You know, ages ago, I think... Oh, good for you. I, I can't mention him without saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. da 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 well, it's ruined We're now. Done professionally. <laughs> Um, bless him. Uh, <laughs> I think at one point I wanted us to do a dedicated Genesis podcast and I saved the audio from uh, American Psycho. Uh, well, we could do that. I just don't think I'm going to have much. I mean, I was going to say I don't have much to um, add, but I've not talked about anything to do with anything you've mentioned so far. I've gone off a tangent every um, given opportunity, so I could just do that. 
like Phil Collins? I've been a big Genesis fan ever since the release of their 1980 album, Duke. Before that, I really didn't understand any of their work. It was too artsy, too intellectual. It was on Duke where uh, Phil Collins' presence became more apparent. I think Invisible Touch is the group's undisputed masterpiece. It's a good film. I don't... I think I get more squeamish as I get older, though, because I'm not sure I could just, like, I used to just watch it like it was just friends and just watch it. But, like, now I'd be like, this is pretty great. Like, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty horrible, isn't it? I think I was a bit of a weirdo. Have you ever read it? No. That seems like the sort of thing you'd read. Yeah, a bit of a weird, but weirdo. I used to watch Seven all the time. <laughs> and, like, before, like, before... Um, even I knew about the song. I taped. I got my tape player, um, playing record next to the telly. Yeah. Um, from the VHS. Yeah. And um, age yourself. This and, is um, the fifties. <laughs> and um, recorded um, the obviously the theme tune, um, but it's like a really um, messed up version because it's not. The normal. Um, I don't know how much of the song I can sort of sing, um, but yeah, we really liked like the sort of messed up, sort of scratchy version of. Is it closer? closer. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, we'll find that. We'll put that on the playlist. Yeah, but it wasn't like the normal. But they'll they'll but be. It was like the weird, so closer. like closer, but for weirdos, like seven. Um, seven remix. There you go. Is it called Seven Remix? So yeah. play, play a bit of it. You can cut this out, but just so you can hear it. Oh, it's Disney. That's Disney. not quite same vibe. That advert is always on. Yeah, no. Disney have lots of money. <laughs> Already pay for Disney Plus. Yeah, but we use it a lot. True that. I use it a lot. X-Files, mate. You may as well skip forward a bit. Right, but so imagine, like, I'm listening to this. This taped, like, can you imagine as well the quality as well because I've taped it from the telly. You made it even more fucked up. Yeah. But didn't you have, like, What weirdo? Well, you just about hear the song in there, can't you? It, at the end it goes, You give me closer to God. But I think that's like it. The rest of it's just sort of screechy noise. Fair play. Well, that's what you want with Seven, isn't it? Um, yeah, but just remarkable that I ended up so normal. Did you ever play the game Quake? No, I do know it. Trent Reznor did the music. That. And I'm putting music in quote marks because it all sounded like this. It was all like horrible sound. It's a bit like um, American Horror Story. Right, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah, like yeah. just the beginning bit. Drilling. Yeah. Oh, American Horror Story. So, do you want some Shout more? Shout out if you like American Horror Story. Let's <laughs> try and stay on topic for more than five seconds. <laughs> no, people come for the. I don't know what people come for. Not this. this. No one comes for this. No, do you know what I put out last 
the last episode yeah i put it out today already someone messaged me about it ah saying what can you please muzzle that <laughs> can you stop <laughs> muzzle that isn't before anyone gets at me it's a quote from um the dirt, the dirt yeah not my words um, and so I Nick, am referring to myself as the one. Nikki Six. Um, yeah, why well, wouldn't say? Uh, he said, um, "We mentioned the book Way of the Weird because it's what this Sabat album Dreamweaver is based on." Okay. And he said, "Oh no, yeah, you should read it. It's really good." Okay, what is it? A novel or? Uh, yeah, novel. But I, I mentioned it sort of briefly, and you know, some someone's listened to it. You poor, poor, poor things. I because obviously we just do this for fun, so I I, I can't fathom anyone uh, wanting to listen to. I mean, you maybe, but I'm, I listen I'm, to a lot of podcasts. I'm hard going, and you've got used to it because you've been with me for many, many, many years. I don't think you're hard. But it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I and I, I try and turn myself. I try and tone myself down as well. This is me trying so this is you at uh what five or uh, six five, yeah five i'd yeah. say i think i was six what well, at I the moment like, <laughs> right now i don't even want to know what i'm talking about um in the news yeah. this jumped out at me neil from the young ones has just issued his debut album uh produced by dave stewart not that one it's entitled Neil's Heavy Concept Album. Neil will be playing a special Christmas show at London Hammersmith Odeon on December 22nd. Now, I listened to this album like a week ago or so, and I can't remember why I was listening to it. Because uh, it's Neil from Young Ones? Yeah. Why don't you talk about um, the Edmondson thing that you were talking about the other day? <laughs> I don't, you don't have to go into detail. But um, if he... Yes, so as the, at the time of recording, so this is the 20th of September. Adrian Edmondson was on the BBC's Desert Island Discs the other day. And I listened to the extended version on the website. And, uh, yeah, you should check it out. Why should people check it out? Uh, he gets quite emotional at some point. He's talking about Rick Mail, and he, he actually gets quite emotional. Is that all you've got to say? <laughs> and I got quite emotional. <laughs> so... He was upset, you were upset. Yeah, everyone was upset. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. if you're a fan of... Uh, Who isn't? Come on. Rick Mail, if you're a fan of Aid Edmondson, yeah, give it a listen. Um, yeah. What sort of things is he talking about with regards to him? I mean, do you want to set me off again? <laughs> I mean, he was talking about like the end, the end of his life, oh, basically, okay. and like their sort of working relationship, and they they sort of fell out well it felt like bit. right towards the end there was some we a bit weird oddness or disconnect yeah you you should listen to it because it would just me basically be repeating what i can remember but he sort of tells his side of the story and you know he's yeah i think he feels bad about it right yeah awesome. you're listening to the downer <laughs> podcast <laughs> anyway neil's heavy concept album yeah well, it's related. That's actually related. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know. You can't talk about that without talking we'll, about I mean, too. we'll always come back to certain things, won't we? We'll always come back to the young ones. We'll always come back to bottom. Yeah. Um, but you should check out. Uh, so it says produced by Dave Stewart. It's not the what, not Dave Stewart from the Eurythmics, but it's the other Dave Stewart who was in 
egg i think maybe and he had the big hit it's my party with barb gaskin anyway so he's really sort of well produced and he does some well-known songs so he obviously does holding my shoe he's golf girl girl by caravan he does the gnome by pink floyd he does um a donovan song hurdy hurdy gurdy man but they're like really well done versions um but it's a bit of a curio but yeah, I read this the other day. Here's your here's your Marillion content. Yeah. Um, Neil from the Young Ones, Nigel Planer, supported Marillion on tour in 1982. Really? And and I try I've tried to find information about this. I've tried to find video recordings of it and I can't. But apparently it happened. And I've heard Nigel Planer interviewed a couple of times saying, Oh yeah, I supported Marillion. And they wanted Marillion to do Holy My Shoe with him. And they were up for it, but apparently their management was like, no, we don't want to do a comedy record, right. you know. So it ended up being Dave Stewart instead, but there you go. There's a little bit of... Marillion News for Marillion you. News it's from Marillion 1984. Uh, there's an advert for Queen 2. Wow. Uh, and Queen 1 and Queen 2 are now out. Two ninety nine. Two ninety nine <gasps> on LP and cassette. Wow. And look That's how... cheap, given that the magazine's 80p, isn't it? Do you think? I don't know. When I started buying records, they were like five pound forty nine. So that is cheap. But I mean, they're reissues, so you know they should be cheap, shouldn't they? Right. God. Why do you want Queen to not earn any money? <laughs> I'm giving Queen enough of my money. So on the next page, Meatloaf. Oh. Oh, nearly. Spoiler. Raven. They look like a crazy bunch northeast trio raven has just issued a double live album on the megaforce label in the us uk release through neat is like in the very near future now i don't know much about raven i think they're a nawaban band but him in the middle does he remind you of anyone um he sort of does do you not think joe cornish from adam and joe yeah yeah he does look like him. I mean, that's terribly exciting if you can't see it, but we'll put the pictures on our Instagram, which is how we use our Instagram on this Which podcast. is how we use our Instagram. But I look, I noticed that the um, track listing for this album, uh, Mind Over Metal, that sounds all right, Crash Bang Wallop, Rock Until You Drop, uh, All For One, Forbidden Planet, brackets, guitar solo. They've got a song called Star War. Right. Star War. Star War, singular. I got right. quite excited by that. So I looked it up. And I don't think it's about Star Wars. Um, I mean, it might be about, like, you know, the SDI Strategic Defence Initiative, which was what, going on what, at the what, time. What? That's uh, Reagan had this... Uh, uh, thing where they were going to like shoot missiles down with lasers. Um, but this is the song Star War. Ooh. Ooh. That is no wobble to a map, isn't it? Yeah. Star War! Wow. Actually, all right. It's um, all right. There's only one comment on this video. I was 11 years old when I first heard this song. Now I'm 50. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Um, I always remember one episode. Again, stop 
tangent, Adam and Joe show where they go into a shop and it's got a sign that says, if you break it, you bought it. And yeah. they just go around breaking stuff. Yeah. And I always, that's one of those things that lives rent through my head. I always think about that. Yeah. And I've heard both of them talk about that and they say they hated doing that. I bet it because it's horrible really, yeah. isn't it? Because yeah. I know they will have paid the person. Yeah. But but they said they, they, I think they said there was one shop they were doing it in and someone hadn't quite got it. So they were getting really, like the shopkeepers getting really upset. Oh, so horrible. But yeah, I think that's why I think about it because it, it wasn't nice. Yeah. But I don't remember anything else about it. But you were you were a fan of Adam and Joe. I wouldn't have brought up Adam and Joe if. Of course, you know. who wasn't back then? It was the talk of the that time. And the Shawnee Show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the Star War. Star War by Raven. Either uh, Raven is a V, but it's also a lightning bolt. Well, I mean, come on. Um, it's clever. If you're going to come up with it, a... it's almost like the lightning bolt has struck, and then the sort of ripple effect of the lightning bolt has spelled out Raven on the floor in electricity. Raven's ah. not a bad name, is it? Raven. Uh, no, it's perfect. Yeah. And even on that poster there, it looks like the light. Actually, the lightning bolt separated. Ruined my theory now. Forget it. Um... Forget it. Doesn't even work anymore. So Raven can suck it. This this got me thinking about songs that are based on Star Wars. Of course it did. <laughs> Which there aren't that many of that I can think of. No, that's Star Trek. Yeah. Different Sorry. different star franchise. Yeah. Have I ever played you Master of Darkness? Um don't know. Right, so there's this album like called Space Metal by Star One, right? All the songs are about sci-fi movies. Okay. Right? There's a song about Star Trek V. It's got okay. like whale song on it. So, so I wasn't far off mentioning well, Star yeah. Trek. In. There's a song about Alien. You looked at me like I was shit when I said it. <laughs> but I'm going to play some Master of Darkness because this is rocking. So, well, who sings it? Uh, Star One. Oh, that's a band? Yeah. I mean, it's not a brilliant song, but like the vocals on it and the... Is it just because it's clips of Star Wars? Yeah, pretty much. It sounds like sort of like Judas Priest meets the darkness with other stuff mixed in. That sounds all right to me. That's like prog metal. That's what prog metal should be. That is good. And yeah, it does help that they've cut in uh, clips from Star Wars movies, but that's how you get me excited about something. And in case you weren't sure of the genre, they've put a galaxy thing around the background as well on the outside, just in uh, case you weren't quite clear. Well, I think that's how that's how you get around using the clips, oh. because there's like AI that finds copyrighted material. Right. Um, All right, hacker. <laughs> what, 1990s? 
so remember hackers everyone going back to um magazine we've got a big old advert meatloaf hits out of hell it's out of hell coming soon amazing new video featuring all the all your meatloaf hits can't go wrong with that so what's your favorite meatloaf uh, uh paradise by the dashboard light obviously do you want to tell your paradise by the no, dashboard so, light story? Hey, what 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 story are you gonna say what's go on what story well, what, i mean what... are you gonna say when we're in karaoke like it was you and me in karaoke. Yeah, we rented a room by ourselves. By ourselves, because we're so fucking cool. Yeah, but why would you want other people there? I can't sing, as we all know. So I don't want many people in the room. That was a great night. That wasn't was it? good. Yeah, I think I was a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Chum the monkey came they, out to play. <laughs> they were very lean. I thought they were gonna like bill they're, us. They're probably like, "There's two of you in one karaoke room." We know how this ends. And so it was like, not I think handy. it was like a Tuesday, so it was like super cheap drinks. <laughs> That's how we managed to get so. And they came to the door and asked us that we didn't even have to move. Yeah. It oh, was... I miss I miss going to karaoke. That was good. Um, but yeah, I sang that a few times. Yeah. Well, we did a duet. Well, obviously, you did a duet. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's a new video that's out. Also, also, also. There's a new single out from Meatloaf called Nowhere Fast. Nice. Win a day on the road with Meatloaf. I mean, can you imagine anything better than a day on the road with Meatloaf? I, you know that bit where um, Avid Merian meets Meatloaf on a red carpet and they just sing to each other? Yes. Um, I imagine every interaction with Meatloaf would be like that. You'd have to just operatically sing at him about anything. That's just how I imagine an interaction with Meatloaf would be. So, like, what do you think is going on in this picture? Um, he's going to beat back um, a devil woman with a thing. Well, where are you getting devil woman from? Um, just imagine I mean, he's wielding a sword, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's wielding something that something. could be a sword. And Blue. I thought, is this a dragon? Is he Dio now? Is he fighting dragons on stage? But I looked up the video because I did my research on this, right? I looked up the video to this song. You don't do much else, but you do do a lot of research for this podcast. It's a good yeah. job you do because it's I do not. It's called procrastination. Um, so do you want to watch the video to know her fast? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jess fucking Glyn. <laughs> fucking Jet fucking too. Right. Oh. oh. So you can tell it's the 80s. Oh, it's Jess So, Lols. You, you get the idea. Um, but actually, this adds context. This is this is the motorbike. There's a giant motorbike on stage. 
Right. I, I guess oh, this, this video is filmed with his current stage set. And like that's a skull and that's uh, what's in here. So it's not a dragon. I think that's Bruce Kulik on guitar. I think he might have been in Kiss at one point or maybe that was Bob Kulik. No, so Bruce was, I think. Right? Yeah, possibly. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to keep my non-core members of Kiss straight in, the line. in my head. I do have to play you the end of this video. This is pretty fucking good. He looks classic meatloaf in this video. Oh. It's just a close-up. His boob sits. So I was expecting a twist there, but no, he's just getting a birthday cake. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> uh, we've put that on the uh, playlist Happy for you. Happy birthday, Meatloaf. Uh, so, oh, no, I was there. Well, I mean, you say that. You have to look now, aren't you? Yeah. Meatloaf. 34. Um, okay, so he was born in 1947. Uh, and that's 84, so he would have been 37? 37. Yeah, in 87 he would have been 40. So was only three years out. No, you said 37. No, I said 34. Oh, right, okay. I think I said 34. You can fact check me on the recording, but I think I said 34, but still... So it's one of my talents, isn't it? This you you are pretty good. Guessing ages. It'll earn me money one day. Ages. Um, there's a review of the Moody Blues in the uh, album section. There's a um, an interview with Moody Blues in here as well. Actually, I'm going to show you. Oh, it's called Voices in the Sky. I put Voices in the Sky on there. But have you ever heard Ride My Seesaw? I don't know. I'm going to play. One day, can you just sing one of the songs to me instead of playing it? I've sung on this before. I, sang, I just feel like I the ratio is really off. <laughs> no one wants it's, to hear me sing. No one wants to hear me sing. Um, okay, first of all, I want to show you this because they look so shit in it. I've got the suits on. I chose Wix for oh, my business. Um, but I remember listening to a, a session. They used to play like old sessions on Radio One, and uh, the guy, and then there was a, a Moody Blues one, and he goes, "Right, we're going to finish with a rocker, like a proper rocker." And they played "Ride My Seesaw," and like you see, if you think it's a rocker, well, it must be if they said that. I'm going to take it on okay, the starts, Ooh, starts psychedelic. With some, starts with some poetry. Not enough things start with poetry anymore. Yeah, poetry in a Birmingham accent. Mm. 
It's the lost chord. This inserts the lost chord. So I always thought this, you could do a really good metal cover version of this. But as far as I can tell, no one ever has. Wait, can you imagine? I mean, they all look like waiters. They, yeah, they do a bit. Especially this guy. Anyway, yeah, I want to play you that. Banger. Um, yeah, but Malcolm Dome says you can't argue with gems like Ride My Seesaw. Okay. Hey, well, hey. well, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> don't. Well, I'm not going to. Don't, don't come at me with your arguing. I'm not going to. Um, there's a review of an album by Caron. Okay. Right. A Caron should be a good name for a heavy metal band because Caron's the ferryman on the River Styx who ferries the dead to. Don't pay know. the ferryman, man. That's the one. Yeah. Christopher was metal as fuck. But the problem is, it sort of sounds like Karen. I thought you'd enjoy that because of that. I think Christopher will one day be appreciated by the people. You think he's ahead of his time? Um, something's not right if people don't like him and he's got bank like that, Spanish train. Um... Actually, all, all his oh. other songs, but they're not really like I can't convince you that they're the other songs that are like missing you. That's I can't claim that's like a metal banger. I think, but Spanish Train and um, Don't Pay the Phone Man. I think if you're a middle aged lady of a certain Shut age, up, I'm not... mid 80s, right? I'm not saying you are, but you like the same music as them. Yeah, someone's got that. Um, I once saw a very funny TV ad, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For Christopher, and it was very Alan Partridge, and it wasn't meaning to be. Was no, it him? No, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was album. like. Um, oh, I want to see that. Find that, please. Christopher. I imagine him doing TV. like a, one of those Woolworths adverts. You know, the Woolworths Christmas advert that we watch a lot. Of. I mean, it was some. It was kind of where he'd be promoting his album. <laughs> I mean, this this is it. Like many years ago, someone shared it on Twitter, and everyone was having a good old laugh about it because it was like, you know, here he is and he has all his hits, but it was him like shaking hands with local businessmen and you know, oh. getting, like a shiny tour jacket and stuff. You I need, mean, well, you need don't to find ferry, man. He looks like fucking Lord of Darkness in that. Check See? it out. Metal. Should we? Should we add that? Yeah. Like people. You can skip past it, but it will. People probably like. I'm not going to do play your playlist because they wreck my algorithms, and then people it keeps suggesting Chris Bird to me. How you spell television there? I think it's this. This classic song together on one special album. <laughs> 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 
That is really good. It Can was... you um, please remember where that is? Because I want to share that. I'm going to save it. On the internet. <laughs> okay, getting back to rock music of a kind. Uh, Iron Maiden's Power Slave, you can get it on picture disc. Wow. That is pretty exciting. Pretty I don't know why you'd have a black and white advert for that, but uh, yeah, now available on picture disc and compact disc. That's a bit modern. Mm. I didn't get a compact disc until like 94, I think it was, 1994. That's shocking. Right. What were you doing? In 94? Yeah. Did you have CDs? Yeah. Shut up, I man. got a CD player. You, you just, it's, it's embarrassing how desperate you are to seem cool, right? Let it go. <laughs> I think late 80s because the first... You did not late 80s. It was because the first CD I bought was The Thieving Magpie by Marillion, which was new out. Although I had that on tape first, so mm, maybe it was like a year or... Right. Maybe it was a year or two after that. Your story is really, really quickly coming apart, right? It is, isn't it? It is. Just trying to impress you with yeah. CD having that. It's not impressing me because it's lies. Right, <laughs> Richie Blackmore. Uh, yeah, so Richie Blackmore hanging around with some old men. I think that's quite a nice picture. That's nice. Yeah. Now, Richie Blackmore's famous for wearing a sort of like witch finder hat or sort of wizard hat. Yeah. She did it all through the 70s. But I don't think this ensemble works because he's wearing his witch's hat. But he's sort and of wearing Iraq. a st standard 80s jacket of the type I wore. Everyone wore those jackets that don't even sort of look like they're quite fit. <laughs> like the arms definitely, I know they're sort of pulled up because he's cool and he's by the docks, but it doesn't look like, it seems like a better fit could have happened. I mean, the colour is excellent. I think I'd won that colour. <laughs> I'd be scared if I was by the docks that a wind would grab my hat and throw it off into the sea. I bet he's got quite a lot of hats, though. Oh. He's a millionaire. Um, on my YouTube recommendations, yeah. Deep Purple live on the Big Breakfast came up, like, the other day. Remember Deep Purple playing live on Big Breakfast? No. There's what, John, what year? Uh, well, oh, Johnny, Johnny Vaughan's Vaughan in it. Actually. Actually, I don't know. I watched it all the way... Up until um, Johnny Vaughan left. Because then when Richard Bacon took over, <laughs> that face from Denise Fountain was brilliant. Um, 98. Mm. Yeah, I've been watching. Up for which glue to use, our interactive guide, Mike. I'm not giving Gorilla Glue any promotion on this. Oh, not in. Oh, not it. What? <laughs> Okay. Oh, I meant to bring wow. this up. I meant to bring this up. Right. So we're now watching an advert for comedy of a old-fashioned and not really okay variety. Yeah. And the thing, the tagline is, do you remember when comedy was funny and you can say anything you wanted? I mean, they're showing a lot of people who aren't funny. Um, which so is... they, th they think I am of the age oh, where I want to see Jim Davidson goodness. and Chubby Brown and uh freddie star oh my gosh that's what the internet thinks of me um it's got a low opinion of me. but i do i did prefer it when you could say what you wanted no you didn't I, yeah no well i mean i think that's a fucking ludicrous thing to say 
Uh, yeah, no, that's that's apparently ads that are aimed at me. So this is a big breakfast. You put for playing live. Of course, they are. Who's that guy in the front? Maybe someone from Family of the Week. Actually, I bet they did a competition that you could come and watch. So I bet that's all fans, isn't it? They won a competition. That's the sort of thing they did by then, isn't it? But I was, you get a lot of Johnny and Denise really sort of gurning in the uh, audience, which I'm, of course, not seeing. Right now, when I watched it the other day, there was a lot of that. So there you go. Maybe watch that at your leisure. Watch that at your leisure. Seven oh six in the morning. Yes. Imagine being that loud at that time in the morning. Uh, yeah. So big old article about deep purple. And it must have been like wintry time because it's almost dark, isn't it? October. October ninety eight. Oh, October ninety eight. Almost Christmas ninety eight. What time to be alive? What Don't remember anything about. Christmas 97, I don't remember, 98, I don't remember anything in particular. Brain so dance. We got a big old article about Prince. Nice. Live in Detroit. Seven page extravaganza, all photos, live review uh, by Robert Ellis, retrospective by Mick Wall. So he's, there he is, he's sort of wearing a sort of cape. Half cape. Half cape. Half topless and yeah, looking absolutely fucking fabulous, pulling a very cheeky looking face. <laughs> so, I thought this was a good idea, uh, a good opportunity to talk about Prince. Okay. Because you're a big Prince fan, aren't you? Yeah. And I remember when we met, watch, you had the video to. Yeah, the video with Hits and B Sides. Hits and B Sides. Yeah. And we always used to just watch that, didn't we? Yeah. VHS. You'd come around, stick yeah. a VHS on, get drunk. That's what we do. Yeah. I think I threw up on your bed a few times. Did you? Have yeah. I brought that out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how did you discover the music of Prince? Uh, through my sister. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I read, I read through all this, and it's all stuff you already know. I did, I did find it interesting that um, he learned to play music uh, knocking out his own renditions of popular TV themes like Batman, Dragnet, and The Man from Uncle. Nice. But it's interesting, Batman, because like a mere five years after this, he was doing the soundtrack to Batman, right? Yeah. And also, um, so Prince, uh, in his formative years, became dexterous on up to 20 different instruments, eventually hooking up with a local producer who offered him free studio time if he'd agreed to play piano on a commercial. Prince ended up playing every instrument on the advertising track, using the studio time to record a demo of his own original material. And then, basically, he, he was offered record deals with three major companies, CBS, A&M and Warners. But the problem was his insistence that he produce and control the recording, packaging and marketing of his own product. And he's 17 at this point. <laughs> I thought that was great. So, yeah, Purple 17. Rain has just been... Just been 17. Yeah. Yeesh. I mean, talented motherfucker. 
Um, yeah, Purple Rain has just come out, and there's some pictures of this is in 1981, his only UK performance at London's Lyceum Ballroom. Uh, and there he's, he's, I think he's wearing thigh boots and he's licking his guitar. Why not? Just looking absolutely fabulous. The, the live review is fine. It says he's, he's amazing. And then there's a big lull in the middle where he just plays piano and it gets boring. And uh, the writer uh, says, oh, he's kind of a pop star. He doesn't want to sort of admit. Right. That he's he's that good. But then by the end of the, the show he's playing like kind of Jimi Hendrix style guitar solos and then he's he's back on board. Right. So I think uh, Prince basically gets a, a thumbs up from Kerrang. But I don't think he, he was in the magazine much after this because we've not seen no. any anything. I think they were they were maybe a little bit more diverse back at this point. Well they must have been because they definitely aren't including stuff like this going yeah. forward. Um, so, what's your favourite Prince song? Can you possibly say? No, no, probably not, because I think it changes, doesn't it? Yeah. It changes depending on... Yeah, I think you'd have to have like a top 20. Something like that. Yeah. And we did actually get to see him. We did. Didn't we? Year yeah, before he died. He was, or was it just a year? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I was surprised. I like, I'd read that, oh, yeah, he's sort of done himself a bit of damage in the splits all the time. So he he needs a cane to walk around and stuff. But when we saw him, he was jumping yeah. about and he was he was popping a rock pit in, in a rock phase, wasn't he? Because he, went, he just went out with a band of like four yeah. people and it was all his really rocking numbers. So like Endorphin Machine and stuff yeah. and the song guitar and. Yeah, no, absolutely fucking ace. I mean, how lucky are we that we oh, yeah. got to see him, right? And how lucky are you? I mean, not, I'm sure any time you went to see him would have been brilliant. But I remember one of your friends saying they went to see him. And, well, they heard someone went to see him, so I don't oh, know how yeah, true it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think there was a period where he wouldn't play any of his actual songs. He'd just do yeah. jazz fucking workouts for three hours and set and not play purple rain yeah <laughs> because he was sick of it and he just wanted to kind of play something new yeah like well, apparently but yeah when we saw him he played purple rain didn't he he did no one took any photos <laughs> yeah no one took any videos well it was yeah good. but yeah. it was good it'd be some crap video that you'd sort of hang on to forever be really worried that you're gonna accidentally delete you'd never watch again yeah, it was a very good idea of his to stop us. Yeah, and he, he also said, well, he, I think we got an email from the venue saying, Prince has requested you all wear purple. <laughs> Something purple. Yeah. Um, I bet he's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> Why would I, I say I bet that? The, I the venues just say that, don't they? It's like, come on. Put something purple on. I don't think I, I owned anything purple, but you were wearing something. Right? So I think we yeah, always put something purple on. Okay. So in the singles reviews, um, we've got Tina Turner, Private Dancer. Nice. Um, the Sexy Acid Queen, is that it again? 
after having, I mean, again, please remember this is 1984. Okay. After having a good old drool over the cover of this 12 incher, I can safely say that Artina still has the best pair of Scotch eggs in the biz. Oh, Why wasn't this cover done in 3D? Uh, as for the single itself, well, it's sleazy for sure. Real soothing movie soundtrack stuff. Not to my liking. Oh, that sounded really positive until the <laughs> end bit. Uh, but the B-side is River Deep Mountain High and Nutbush That's Limits. a B-side. Yeah. Live. Right. Um, again, uh, Moody Blues get a mention. Okay. Moody Blues of the voice. Is this some, someone's idea of a bad joke? I thought the Moody Blues had gone out with the arc. Not only did this band make naff videos, they also make naff records. How OAPs still buy this fifth-rate ELO-influenced wallpaper Muzak is before, beyond me. Wow. I mean, scathing. Oh. Someone's got the wrong side of the bed. Uh, we've also got a review of Hot for Teacher by Van Halen. Okay. Here it is, folks. The cut from Van Halen's 1984 LP. And you should see the sexy video that goes with it. I mean, this, I think this guy's frustrated. Um, teacher contains one of the most over-the-top drum intros you're ever likely to hear, and Eddie churns out one of his catchiest riffs to date. If you haven't got the album, then this single is an essential purchase. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay, next page. It's an article about Dokken. And George Lynch from Dokken, who does he remind you of? I don't know. I mean, I'm sort of distracted by the hair. Well, he's got Limal hair, hasn't he? He's got like... Oh, right, he's okay. Got, he's got black at the bottom and like bleach blonde on top. Uh, it's a good so look. when we were talking about Never Ending Story, that's what... That's what, right. That's, that's he's your not Limal, actually featured in. Your Limal content for today. I did wonder. Uh, oh, sweet hair. So, yeah, that's Justin Haywood from Moody Blues. Oh, right. And uh, if that single review didn't convince you then i mean this is a not a terribly exciting uh, interview i'm gonna read you a little bit from it one of the pleasures of being in a rock band for me is it provides an opportunity to collect all sorts of items including nice paintings from around the world my house is full of things i've bought while on the road I'm a great hoarder whereas my wife is always throwing stuff out consequently i'm forever having to hide particularly precious purchases from her grasp Right. Uh, right. I mean, I'm sure the reason of Kerrang! in 1984 wanted to hear what nice things Justin Hayward's got in his house. It's, um, yeah, I'll not be reading that article, but I can, I'm very happy that it's happened. But this, I thought, was interesting. Um, there is a Justin Hayward number, Eternal Woman, recorded as the main theme for upcoming sword and sorcery movie, She, starring Sandal Bergman in the title role. Uh, incidental music. Uh, Rick Wakeman did the incidental music, and Moathead supplied a couple of songs. And what, like, why have why have we not watched that? Was it a film? Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, so we shall dig that out and see if we can give you a full review. Yeah. Uh, so getting into concerts, there's a very long review of U2. Again, they wouldn't have talked about U2 yeah. in any of the ones we've got would they um you two at glasgow barrowlands and you know, quite a long review actually and then the alarm at Fri friars aylesbury again the alarm aren't really a kerrang band i don't think they're sort of 
Welsh version of U2. No, no. Um, and Steve Marriott at the Tunnel Club. So what Steve Marriott from The Small Faces and uh, Humble Pie. And so he sings All or Nothing. Like, who was that guy that we saw at that 60s show who sang All or Nothing? Um, who would that have been? He talked about Steve Marriott. And he says, I knew his mother. I feel like that was that guy who might might have been wearing a wig. Not sure. Um, <laughs> I think every one of those things is wearing some kind of piece. I can't remember who that would have been. Um, so in Noon, no. No, it wasn't Peter Noon. Was no. it not? Um, who would it have been? It would have been a guy who was with someone who yeah. then came on his own. It was that guy, wasn't it? Yeah. He did a couple of songs, but one of them he did was All or Nothing, yeah, which was like that. one of the songs I really knew. Uh, so we'll look that up for you. Um, so that's oh, nearly at the end. There's a review of Ghostbusters. Wow. And it says it's crap. Oh, I bet they feel very embarrassed now. I didn't laugh once and can safely say that Ghostbusters is the biggest pile of crap I've seen in a long time. Oh my god! Oh, Xavier Russell. Oh, I bet. I bet he's changed his tune. I bet, I bet yeah. he likes it now. Come on. That's interesting, though, isn't it? Yeah, because that film is universally beloved, and you just, I just can't imagine anyone watching it and thinking it's crap. I mean, you might no. not think it's the best thing ever, but. But then, uh, yeah, it's just it is interesting. Utter crap, <laughs> overhyped. If you don't like. Dan Aykroyd and co-star Bill Murray, brackets, and I don't. Oh, and there's well, no way right. you're going to dig this movie. Well, if you don't like anything, <laughs> then you're not going to like this film, all right? Okay, there's a review of Hits Out of Hell by Meatloaf. Okay. Um, nine songs, four from Bat Out of Hell, stuffed into a 53-minute video. Um, it doesn't mention that one we just watched though the only video that makes it worthwhile dead ringer for love is the one that features share of course but you'll have seen this a zillion times when it was on top of the pop like it's a bad thing um and on the oh no there's some more marillion content right at the back a view from the bar um fish in naked journalist liaison shock lanky marillion vocalist fish was spotted by an employee of the Gloucester Hotel and Country Club, oh. carrying a limp, naked body, later revealed to be that of Kerrang journalist Mick Wall out of his bedroom in the small hours of the morning. A satisfactory explanation is yet to be forthcoming, especially as the rest of the band, along with melody maker Scribe S, Carol Clark, were also reported to be in the vocalist room. Okay. okay that's, your, that's extra Marillion content. That is extra. And... On the back cover, we've got an advert for Led Zeppelin. Song remains the same. At last, it's here on video. Um, Is that the one we went to see? No, no, we went to see the. They did a theatrical presentation of the DVD that came out, but this is this is a, the movie came out in like nineteen seventy six. Because this is the first time it's been on video. Uh, I think I think I might have rented it from the video shop and watched it. The video shopper, my granddad. <laughs> it wasn't even a blockbuster, it was like an independent. Um that's the end of the that's the end of the oh, issue. Oh lovely. It's been so, a pleasure. 
I saw Type 40, one hour 25. Um, well, the Berg et al. slightly derailed things. Yeah, we finally gave you some Christa Berg content. You've all been waiting for, and children agree no, most of the stuff no one cares about. Um, but you know. Um, so, what have we learned? Um, hmm. Nothing. <laughs> if I say nothing, is it a bad thing? Of course not. It's good to learn nothing. It's good to learn nothing. Uh, so next week or next time. I'm going to do my homework. You're going to bring us some deep cuts. You've got to remind me though, otherwise oh, you know I'll what my you. brain's like. Um, okay. Um, so, yeah. Lovely to see you. Yeah. Catch you next time on Can I Pod With Madness. Keep it metal. Uh, keep it metal. Bye. Love you. See ya. You are now an official member of the New Power Generation. Welcome to the Dawn.